Good morning, everyone. It is not morning at all. It is the night time. This is the second time in a row we get to record this podcast at night. How's everybody feel? Good. Well rested. Yeah, yeah. Last we, we actually got two recording nights in a row, which is fun, but the audience mm-hmm. doesn't need to hear that. What they need to know is that this is Dungeon Boys. My name's Keith. I'm your DM. We got Josh. Hello. Zenus. And Bryce. Yeah, Josh just wasn't looking up whenever I gave him the, the, the body language cue to say his name. Uh, since we don't have any video anymore, I can't put up the marker to show you who's who. Um, but welcome to Dungeon Boys. Just know that we're all equally amazing. Yep, absolutely. Mm. Uh, if, I'm even more equally amazing than the rest. That's oh, true. twice as equally yes. amazing. Everybody's By so far. everybody's so the same the same amazing that one of us is certainly more so. Uh, but welcome. If you like our show, please be sure to leave us a review on iTunes. Those help. They make other people like our show. And if other people <laughs> like your our show and you like our show, that means you're no longer alone. And now you can make at least one friend. At least one. At least one. Hopefully not your first. We'll definitely be your first. There are four of us here. You can make four people. Speaking of, you should follow us on Twitter at Tank Media Games to ask any sort of questions. If you want to ask a private question of me, the DM, you can email us uh, at tankmediagames at gmail.com. Not too private now. Uh, Yeah, not too private. But let's recap last week's episode. Uh, Last week... Uh, we fought Ronald Witherbranch. Yeah, not, we did. But not before Grimm transformed into kind of a skeletal, otherworldly being that resemb- resembled an Osimar's uh, shroud transformation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he did that alongside Justine, a little girl who carried a teddy bear, uh, who was a part of this family they were meant to rescue. And what happened to that family is that she transformed and she walked over and grabbed him and she said the word home. And then they all got sucked into the eyes of a teddy bear, and then they disappeared. That's uh, normal. The party, the party. I'm thinking we pretty much just won at this point. Yeah, I was about to say the party pretty much agreed that we they won. won. D and D. And so they w- went to go out, but uh, as they left John- Ronald Witherbranch's dungeon, uh, he had heard them banging on his steel door, and he came down to see what was up. Uh, there was a few. There was a bit of a ruckus. There was an exchange. Uh, combat ensued, and which really ended with uh, Grim Zenus uh, punching Ronald Witherbranch, the constable, the essentially the governor of the full Isle of Flame, to death in his front yard. Essentially, uh, and that's where our our uh, story ends. Oh, they made it all the way outside. Yeah, they made it all yeah, the way. We toppled over a railing uh, right outside the front door, where yeah. I was gonna beat Arkin to death as well. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not uh, forget, also warmed up that punch on a stable boy. Yes, and he another did. Guard. Yeah. <laughs> and another guard. There's yeah. a good bit of punching over the last uh, two weeks. Uh, Arlo is in a different spot. So, uh, yeah, uh, Jack Law is still in the study. Uh, he didn't quite make it all the way out into the crowd of people. And Arlo is on the other side of the manor who he has just escaped uh, and is in the courtyard. Not the, is in the side, kind of side yard of this manor, a little bit away, away from the party. Not exactly sure where everyone else is. But that is how we begin. Uh, I would actually like to start with Arlo tonight, since the last thing we did was we ended with Grimm and, and uh, Jack Law. I'd like to start with Arlo this evening. Uh, so Arlo, what do you do? The last thing that happened is you burst out of a door in the side of the manor. A uh, guard was guarding that door, and you were able to convince him that the basilisk underneath the, the, the manor had been freed, uh, and that he ran straight to the stables to try to figure out what was going on, and now you are alone on that side of the manor. Um, as Arlo the Gnome, holding a staff that used to belong to your master Briar. That's right. 
Um, Arlo is not feeling that awesome about this whole situation. He is kind of shook up, and he remembers that Jack was telling him he found this upstairs in the bedroom. Arlo is thinking, okay, I should go and get Burb, but at the same time, there's pandemonium going on right now. There's there is, a good distraction. I want to see if I can get up to that bedroom and see yeah. if I can find any clues. I was going to mention, yes, that as you exited the, the building and after that guard ran off, you can hear kind of screams and, and shouts from the front of the manor. So, yes, there's definitely a, 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 a kerfuffle going on one of my favorite words why. <laughs> so you go back into the door you just came out of and go up that staircase uh to the bedroom where i believe i guess jack law kind of told you he told you the bedroom was upstairs i believe cool. uh, so you go up there that door is uh unlocked uh ronald witherbranch seems to not have noticed that anyone would have thought that anyone would have come in that door and jack law didn't lock the door on his way back out so that door is unlocked if I could ask a question Absolutely. Quick, out of character, I kind of just abandoned that safe when I saw that it didn't have a dial because me as Bryce thought, oh, there's no dial on the front of the safe. Obviously, I can't crack a safe with no dial just because I don't have my stethoscope and yep. a little tourney piece. But I do have lock these tools. Thing, I yeah. couldn't. Could I lock pick it? <laughs> you could certainly ask me if you could, and we'd roll for it. I mean, like, that's something I can attempt. Yeah, of okay. course. That's if something's that's... got a keyhole, you can certainly attempt to stick something okay. that's keyhole-shaped in it. <laughs> Fair enough. You can stick a keyhole-shaped object into a keyhole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I play with some nitpicky boys. <laughs> but you're right. A key-shaped object. Yeah. Anything that's meant to go in a keyhole, such as lock picks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really what I meant, but I understand the, the foolishness of what I said. Okay. Arlo, you open the door, and what you see is the same constable's bedroom. You see this very ornately decorated bedroom, the canopy bed. You see the painting on the wall of these two uh, very unwealthy man and wife. Uh, you see on the far end of the room a bathtub with white tiles on the floor. Uh, and that's We call it unwealthy Poe. Poe. Poe po folks, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's, it's interesting where, like, you know what you're trying, the idea you're trying to get across, and your brain just locks in on, like, what word do I say to get yep. this, and it doesn't always choose the easiest one. Uh, you can see the carved uh, kind of murals and the, the carved art on the ceiling and all the fine linens and stuff to make up this bedroom. Cool. Um, I want to see if I can look around. Do I notice anything? Because you mentioned there's a book or something like that. Uh, yeah, the book is pretty much visible. That's not really going to require a roll. The book, uh, there's a leather-bound book on the side table. Grabbing it, I'm stuffing that up under my hat. Okay, cool. Yep. Yeah, if, you, if you're just signing in, Arlo carries a hat that acts as kind of a bag of holding, but it only works for books. Yeah, only works for, like, written things. Right, so, right, right. Yeah. Um, and so you slide that into your hat. You don't take a look at it before you do that? Nope. Okay, you slide I'm it just, in. I'm trying to be quick. I'm trying to get it done. And the lamp is off. Oh, I want to burn this place down so bad. Oh. <laughs> you are you are Arlo. You have no last name. I was trying to emphasize your last name, but you have no last name. You you do what Arlo would do at this point. Uh, also, in the last episode, Ronald Witherbranch uh, made it seem as though he knew something about Arlo's master Briar, who he has not seen in a while. And he, he longs to see again. He's very very fond of his master uh, father figure. Uh, and Ronald Witherbranch made it seem like he might have might be in danger or he knows where he might be. Mm. Up to you, sir. Uh, you can. I don't know if you want to investigate. Uh, Jack did not... Uh, I'm assuming he put that painting back. 
Or if he didn't, that probably was another reason why Ronald ended up coming downstairs to figure out what the heck's going on in his house. Um, but I think you probably, I mean, you didn't say you put it back, but in my imagination you did. But I'm going to let you make that choice. I would probably try and make it to where I didn't leave any trace that I had okay. in there. Yeah, so either way, Ronald would have put it back anyway. So Arlo, you do not see that behind the picture there's a safe. Okay. Arlo really, really wants to just burn this place down, but also at the same time he realizes that's not the right thing to do. Okay. Also, there's a lot of people in here, and there's things, even if they're, you know, they would seriously mess you up if they got out, there are living things downstairs that can't get out. So. And also the guy you're mad at is more than likely dead. Yeah, but still. But still. <laughs> but still. Um, you didn't see that. You just saw him get chased down by a demon and a rogue. Yeah, but still, Ar- Arlo's, is, <laughs> Arlo's not that stupid. So you, so you could assume yeah, that one probably, could, yeah, maybe. One in Schrodinger's cat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah one, one could assume. Hmm. So, no, I mean, it's you know he's really pissed off. He's really upset. But at the same time, he realizes that's... That's not the right thing to do. Okay, I like it. I like this characterization of Arlo. Let us in his head. Okay. Well, I mean, that's that's, that's what we're so. Got what so do far. you do? I am. There's windows on this thing, but you said the windows are like looking out into like the courtyard area, like no, inside. The the windows. So the bed is on the wall that is that uh, shared that goes outside. So if you the windows look outside where you just came from. Cool. On the other side of the room is the door into where the dining room would be. Cool. Um, I am going to be a giant spider bug, and I am going out the window, and I am headed to the roof. He's going to defenestrate himself. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, we learned today, or Zenas taught us today, that there is a word for being for going out of a window, for being thrown, for for being thrown out of a window, and that that word is defenestrate. So we will certainly. I don't care what language it is. I'm (laughs) going out the window. All right. So you make a transformation into a what kind of spider? A uh, giant wolf spider. A giant wolf spider. You use one uh, spindly leg to mm. raise the window, and you're a big spider, so these windows aren't huge. So you do kind of have to like, like cool. squeak, eek yourself through this window. But you do, and you Spider-Man on the wall. Cool. Actually, I forgot. I I can actually like climb across the wall. I'm gonna climb across the wall and kind of head towards the front and see if I can see what's happening out front. Man, these these ri- these horrible rich people who stand by and watch atrocities happen under their nose. But these poor rich people, <laughs> these, these poor bad rich poor, people, it's poor well, yeah, yeah, they, they, you reap what you sow. So mm. you go around uh, to the front of the building and you arrive, uh, not just in time. You know, you arrive just in time to see uh, Grim pull his fist really out of a concave Ronald Witherbranch face, covered in blood and necrotic stuff. Uh, and he pulls his his. Uh, this is a, a really cinematic way stuff. for us to change change points of view. Uh, so we you um, see him pull his fist out of there as Grim kind of, I guess, realizes he's killed Ronald Witherbrand. It's like that sucking noise when you pull your hand yeah. out of mud. And when he does that, you can hear townspeople, or you can hear the just shrieks. You. <laughs> you can hear shrieks of, Oh no! The constable! The constable! Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Like all kinds of, of loud loud shrieks of, of terror. But you can also, through the crowd... I'm sure he'll be fine. 
Um, a little, little rest. Yeah. Um, that monster killed him. Everybody run. Yeah. That, the, so yeah, there are people like there are people coming out of the the. I will get opportunity attacks on every single. <laughs> <one>. <laughs> for, for the sake, if you truly do want to mess with the things, I have to allow you to do that for the with the citizens. I have to allow you to do that, but we're not going to allow you to do an opportunity attack on every single one of them. A lot of them are kind of going around you, so they're no. not really within five feet. No. Yeah. Just. The, the way I imagine it is Grim pulls his, his hand back. He does realize that he's killed the man, but he's like, he just, when he pulls his fist out of uh, Ronald's head, he kind of throws his entire body back into like a, like a standing yeah. sort of upright position, but he's on his knees. Um, he's, he's kind of focused on that, but also like at the back of his mind, he's like, we got to, there's other yeah. things going on. So there are people like rushing out of the, uh, rushing out of the manor, going around you, running for the gates. There are a lot of powerful wizards. He in, hands each in, one of them an IOU. Yeah, the uh, the, I'll get back to you. the rich, the rich, the wealthy, the profile of the wealthy people in this city. There are a lot of powerful wizards. There are a lot of powerful magic people who are at this party, but most of them are. They're so they they don't want to be involved in this. They're not. No one really has. It's kind of the idea of how a lot of uh, the in media rich people are paint where they're only out for themselves. These people are only out for themselves. They don't care one lick about Ronald Witherbridge. They just want to be seen at his party, and they are sprinting. They don't want anything to do with this. There, there is a crowd of people heading towards the gates, running and shrieking in terror. But over that noise, uh, Arlo, as you see him stand up, you hear as well uh, the sounds of uh, several guards saying, "By the gods!" and then one guard shouting, "Kill that man!" <laughs> and then uh, I'm going to need... And so there are now four guards uh, on this patio area uh, underneath this awning where Grimm has just murdered Ronald Witherbranch, and they are pointing their spears at Grimm, and they are lined up ready to attack, and then we must roll initiative. Oh boy. Um, Arlo, I'm going to allow you to roll initiative. Jack, I guess I'll, I'll throw you in the initiative roll because you uh, are around. Do they see me? I'm like, I'm, I'm up on the building. So. They don't see you, no. Um, so can I just jump in? Um, I think you still do initiative. I think, I think we used to do that, but I think what we should <coughs> do is we should roll initiative. That okay. way, it's your turn if you want to ready an attack, if you want to move your, inch yourself closer. Um, it still keeps everybody tied down to the timing of the combat. Okay. Um, so 15. Every, Okay. Um, Grim, what'd you roll, friend? Nine. So close to a 19. Would've been so great. Because they're like, they're side by side and they're like, yeah. slowly tipped over from I was wondering how <coughs> nine was close to 19. I was just, yeah. Uh, on the, the dice. Like physically Ge- close. Geographically the dice. close. Grim, what, what was it? I'm sorry. Nine. Nine. Not nine. Jack, what'd you roll? I need 22. to get some 22. Good gravy, boy. Uh, so these guys are like, X feet away. Uh, you really because I'm you, up on the side of the building. You when you you can see based on your point of view, you can only hear the guards. You can see because there's an awning above this uh, front door where the okay. carriages would kind of come through, kind of like a hotel entrance. Mm-hmm. So from where you are on the edge of the building, you can see Grim and Ronald's dead body, but you can't actually see the doorway into the manor where these guards are standing. Okay, so they've just come out the front door and they're like, <gasps> yes, yes. And so for your line of sight, you cannot actually see them, but you can, you know that they are just barely out of your line of sight. He's up under the porch. Right. Uh, <clears throat> so Jack will be going first. Second will be our four guards. Uh, thirdly will be our friend Arlo. And lastly will be our friend Grim. You go in lastly. 
Mm-hmm. You need a new chair, friend. I do. <laughs> yeah, all our chairs are very squeaky. Mine's pretty uh, sturdy. If you want new chairs for Dungeon Boys, be sure to go to www.patreon.com slash tankmedianetwork and toss a dollar our way if you don't mind. We would all, each of us, like a beanbag couch. Yeah. If you visit that website and you see that it's kind of sparsely populated, uh, we intend to begin posting there as patrons arrive. (laughs) If that makes sense. Uh, Okay, so Law, it's your turn, sir. You are in the study. You are kind of watching all these people pass by you in this room. No one's really checking you out. You stealth, I believe, in the last episode. Nobody really sees you. So you can see these people funneling out of the... uh, out of the manor. Yeah. Um, I'm in the study, so I'm only a couple doors down from the master bedroom, am I not? Uh, no, you're really in the, the farthest place you could be from the master bedroom. You are the southwest, the south uh, east corner of the, the manor, uh, and the master bedroom is the, in the northwest corner on the second story. You're currently on the first story. Okay, well, I'm going to start making my way that way. Okay. Uh, you're still stealth, so we'll just say that people are so concerned with what's going on that they just don't notice notice you passing through the crowd towards her. So um, you pass, uh, you want to dash, you want a full 60 feet or just 30? Just whatever gets me there quickest. Okay, so you will say you dash and you move 60 feet towards there. So you find yourself at the end of your turn about halfway through the dining room approaching the staircase at the back of the dining room. I dashed as a bonus action. Can I add dash as an action as well or... I don't think so. Okay. Yeah, we'll just give you. We'll, we'll put you about halfway through the dining room. Bryce, did you keep the gem that you found? The black. Yeah, the big thing? black yeah. crystal. Okay. He did. Got it. Okay. <clears throat> that's it. All right, that's all. So that's all Jack's gonna do. You pass through the dining room. People just aren't noticing you. Like there's servants tossing food, and some people are grabbing a last bite as they run out of the room because they don't actually know what's going on. They just know there's a, a riot and people are leaving, uh, but people just aren't noticing you pass through, and you, you kind of stick to the walls. All right. And unless I say otherwise, I'm just heading that You're way. Heading that way. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so now it's the guards' turn, and they well, are. I'm not actually in combat. Can I not just keep running? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess at this point you truly are disengaged from combat. If you're going that way, we'll just let you keep running. Yeah. Okay. We'll say you walk up the stairs and you arrive at that room. Um, and, goodness, you probably opened the door just in time. No, that's not how it works. You you do open the door and you're back in that room. We'll deal with that in a moment. We'll do combat here because what you're about to do is probably going to take longer than the 30 yeah. seconds or whatever it's going to take in this combat. Uh, guard is that. Uh, when they get within 10 feet of me, they need to make a wisdom saving throw or become frightened. When they get within 10 feet. Okay, gotcha. So they're not quite there, but when they enter that thing, they are going to take... They are all going to move in 10 feet. They're going to try to surround you. So some of them are going to take a little bit of probably most of their movement speed to get around to the back side of you. Uh, and the other two are going to stay um, uh, on the other side. So essentially, like the four points, north, south, east, west, trying to surround you. And um, they're going to all encroach on you to try to stab you. Uh, so they are all going to have to roll wisdom saving throws. Uh, what do I have to beat? Or what am I rolling 13. against? Okay. Do you still look all... Yep. Like, yeah, with the skeletal wings? Uh, yeah, I think it was four. It was four or five turns I was like that last time. So I'm about halfway through the transformation. <clears throat> so it only lasts for like X. A minute, yeah. Sure. Okay. 
I think it's a minute. I'm pretty sure. Wow. Of course, the, I changed over different dice and the guy got the old heavy dice tonight. Oh. <laughs> Doing a little bit better tonight. So, seeing oh. um, as we're going to treat these guards. I got the bad dice from last week. Yeah, we're going to treat these guards as if they are on the north, south, uh, east, and west side of you, just to make things easier. Okay. Um, the Only the guard on the. Uh, excuse me. I'm kind of draw it out for myself so I can kind of map this. The guard on the east side. So if we're looking at the the cross of these guards, the guard on your on the right mm-hmm. of you, um, he is afraid, uh, and Do so I he is too you? afraid. He is he is just kind of he instead of attacking you, uh, his fear leads him to ready. He's only going to attack if he feels you're threatening his life. Uh, so he is uh, shaking. Uh, in his boots, the other three are going to attack you, Zenus. They're all going to try to stab you. Okay. Um, I think frightened is they just run from you. Like, that's what oh. they spend their turn doing, but I don't Yeah, know. I think frightened is that. I can't. The, the thing, the reference that I have doesn't have that stuff listed. I'd have to look through, I like, think you're right. three I, different things for it. But I think as a condition, that is what frightened, frightened does. If I could find it, I would tell you. So... If it only happens with they're within ten feet, I assume does that mean they run till they um, run away from you, but then they're okay? No, frightened. It, it's like at the end of each of their turns, they make a saving throw against it, but they okay. use their movement speed to run away from you. Okay, Until I think they that, overcome it. It could be that or turn undead, which I think turn undead is frightened, frightening undead. Okay, um, I'm not certain. Uh, we can do a quick look up if you want of what fr- I want. I do want to do it right. I want to yeah, try to be me, as true to the rules as we can. Let me just Google it. Okay. To the Google away. Unless you have conditions in that book. Of I should have conditions in the book. Oh, but do you? Frightened D and D five E condition. Search. Mm-hmm. Gosh, I'm very sorry about this, folks. They're just things we don't know. Um, as as we're filling in the information gap, right. I would like to fill in the, the, some information about Jack Law. Okay. Because he walks around like with his, his hands behind his back and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. Is that how he was like dashing earlier? <laughs> like hands still behind his back? I suppose so. Kind of like... Anime ninja run. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I think that's what we're, we're going to call frightening that. So the, the I, this guy's going to go ahead. You I'm, got it. I'm close to it. Yeah, but I mean okay. you can you can just cut it. This audio, right? If you, I'm not going to, but we'll, you know, I'll clear if I want it. All right. Well, I got uh, a frightened creature has disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls while the source of its fear is within its line of sight. The creature can't willingly move closer to the source of its fear. Okay, so then turn okay. undead, it forces him to run, but frightened is just right. This. Okay, that okay. So he's got disadvantage on checks, disadvantage on attacks, um, checks and attack rolls okay. of any kind. While I'm while the source of its fear is within line of sight, and it can't willingly move closer to the source of its fear. Okay, gotcha. So he moved in, um, and he is about ten feet away from you, and he is not attacking. He is just yeah. he is ready to attack if just in case. Mm-hmm. Um, so the other guards are going to try to attack you. Bring it. Um, as they as they approach, I uh, I say to them, um, "Oh, what up? Yeah, <laughs> what up? No, <laughs> this is not a fight we need to have. You have to die, demon." <laughs> the guard, the guard. So guard, the guard oh, directly in front of you and the guard behind you each do uh, hit. Um, what's your AC? I, I'm sure they do, but what they get? 
15. Oh, uh, yeah, they hit you. They rolled a 21. Each, each of them each rolled a 21. 21. Uh, so they both stab you front and back uh, with their spears. Um, so the first one does 7 damage, and mm. the next one does 3. So you a total of 10 damage from the two spear attacks. And the other one... Um, he tries to jab you, but the, the, the fright of looking at you like moves his... He just he can't quite hit the mark uh, on you there. Okay. It is now your Arlo's turn. How far am I? I'm still up on the wall. Um, it's probably... As the crow flies, you probably are about 60 feet away from these guards in Grim. Okay. Tall building. It's, it's a pretty tall building you're on at this point. What's yeah. your movement speed, though? Because you might have more as a spider. 30? Oh. Yeah. That's why I'm wondering, like, why am I rolling initiative? I was just trying What's to... your falling speed? Um, <laughs> 60 feet three. Per It's actually three to fall. <laughs> well, Josh, if you don't intend to be um, a part of the initiative, you can move away or disengage or whatever you want to do, and you won't have to be, but... Um, it just if you're if you're going to be a part of this exchange, I'm going to... I want to keep everything grounded in the timing of this situation. Eh, that'll work. Um, I guess if I'm kind of, like, up... On, I guess, like second story wall kind of thing. Yeah. I'm going to come down and come closer. I guess I'll come to the edge of the roof. Okay. Like the, uh, the edge of the porch. Awning? The awning thing. Okay. Yeah. So you want to get above closer? them? Yeah. Okay, cool. Ah, it's moth. Are you going to dash and do you use your dash action or are you going to take 30 feet? You could probably get there within 30 feet. Um, Spider, I don't think I dash very well. Okay. <laughs> so you're, you, so you'll be, you're on the edge of the awning. What do you want to do there? You'll, you're within 30 feet of these people. I don't know if you can cast as a spider or whatever you can do. I can't cast as a so. spider, so... Oh yeah, I could I could do a, a web attack. I can actually make that within sixty feet. But okay. I'm within thirty now, right? You are within thirty now. So now, so uh, you all notice a spider, a giant wolf spider, peek around from under over this awning, looking at you at this point, um, and you make a web attack. Cool. So they're okay. Just visually, they're out like in the front yard, so to speak, or they're still up underneath. Yeah, the they're under the awning. Imagine we're at the Holiday Inn. Okay. The, the awning where everybody takes their luggage out and takes it into the the sliding glass doors of the Holiday Inn. Got it. You are peeking from atop that awning underneath Just up it, underneath, and yeah. they are right yeah. where the the black Escalade is unloading all of the uh, illegal arms that it is funneling into nice. our country. Nice. Just for reference, I'm the Black Escalade. <laughs> okay. The illegal arms is the necrotic name. <laughs> yeah, exactly. His, his nickname the is the Black Escalade. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so I'm um, going cast Webb. I actually have a plus five on that to hit. Wow. And, uh, yeah, yeah, and he's got to beat a DC, 10, a DC 12 uh, to see if he can break out. So. Or strength or dex? Uh, strength. And do you have to roll to hit me? It's a 20. You do hit me. Cool. Or you do hit the guard. So you roll to hit, and then I roll a strength to escape. Right. Okay. Do if I roll? not, you are restrained. And I'm going for the one that's, I guess, uh, one of them that kind of stabbeth at the grim. Okay, you want to go for the one that stabbed him from the front or stabbed him from the back? I think Whichever one's facing me. I think the back would be the clearest in his line of sight. It makes sense. Yeah, yep. the back one's closest to you. I'm going to roll a strength check to see if I am restrained. Drum roll, please. I am... What? what? 12. 12. I am not restrained. No? So you... Yeah, I rolled a... Uh, no. A 15. So he fires... You fire the uh, the web at him and wrap him up like Spider-Man. But uh, just like in the new Spider-Man game, it takes him just a second, but he is able to pull that web off of him and get his spear back in his hand. Okay, so my thought is... He is restrained, and then he has to take an action. So wouldn't that be on his turn is it, to bust out? What does it I, say? Yeah, I need what to know it? what it says. Boom, it's right here. 
Which one? Web. Um, as an action, the restrained target can make a DC 12 strength check, brushing the web on a success. Um, but you can take an action on your turn, right? Yeah, so that, that's on his turn. Okay, so, you, so just he's restrained until his turn comes around and he busts out. So okay, so if it hits, it. he is restrained. Yeah. It takes an action to unrestrain. I that's thought it, it was. Okay, gotcha, that sounds good. So he is, there's a man, the, the guard is wrapped up in his web, in your web, uh, with his spear pressed against his chest. Did I and he goes, that? what the heck? Well, you notice now. Yeah, yeah, he screams. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you turn. You can turn and see uh, that this man is wrapped in a web, and you can also see the spider. Yeah. Attack rolls restrained. A restrained creature's speed becomes zero. It can't benefit from any bonus to its speed. Attack rolls against the creature have advantage. The creature's attack rolls have disadvantage, <laughs> and it has disadvantage on dexterity saving throws. Sweet. All right. Poor, poor man. Yeah. So Grim, it is your turn. Okay. Um. Like I guess as as all this is happening, like they stab me, the thing, the guy gets uh, webbed. I just kind of say like, I warned you, and I, I roll to attack. Uh, well, I got a seven. That is not going to hit. Wait, no, I no, got yeah, advantage. You have advantage. You have advantage. Uh, well, that's a nine. <laughs> that's also not going to hit. Sadly, so you go to <laughs> you go to. He's like trying to. He's now focused on trying to get out, so he's hopping there. So your your punch when you go to punch him, uh, it, he's moving, so you don't connect quite as good as you like, and you hit his web, which is almost acting as kind of like a barrier to your punch, uh, so it doesn't hurt, it doesn't harm him. And he, when you do connect with him like that, he looks up at you like super surprised and scared, like I, I'm so confused at what's going on right now, as he holds his spear against his chest and it pokes out from the top of this web. Um, so Grim, that's your turn. Uh, yeah, sir. I'm not moving. Uh, so back to our guards. The frightened guard is going to take another uh, five feet step back and hold his spear uh, at the ready. So he is not feeling good about this situation. He is afraid. Okay. He is absolutely afeared. The guard that was in front of you that attacked you first again, he's, he's feeling confident. He's going to attack again. Uh, he's not going to hit you. Uh, the guard to your left, is he missed you, but he's going to try to jab you again. And he's going to crit fail. <laughs> and so the, there's a lot of movement going on. They're trying to figure out what it is. Like maybe maybe my, he tried to swing at a wing and missed yeah, it. Yeah, my wings like flapping their faces. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then the, the uh, guard that <laughs> is wrapped in a web, what he's going to do is he is going to try to bend forward. So and, like Andrew. Yeah, but he's going to try to bend forward and thrust the, po- the poking spear out of the top of the web. Uh, at you because he doesn't want to waste the time trying to get out of it. Okay. Um, and good lord, these dice! Yeah, he fails that as well. So he he tries to leap at you and press and um, and and stab you with these with this spear, but instead he just leaps forward and lands on his like on his front right at your feet with the spear sticking between your legs. Uh, Arlo, it is your turn, sir. Boom! All right, I am going to. I'm gonna bite somebody. All right, who are you going for? There's one wrapped in a web. There's one that's actively backing away, and the other two are confidently stabbing at Grim. I'm guess I'm going for the web guy. Okay. Cool. So the spider. So would you? Can we say that you use your web to lower yourself down like a spider, or do you want to just drop? Oh, I'm dropping. Okay. I mean, this is like a ten foot spider here. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. a giant spider lands on the ground behind them. All the guards turn and say, "What is going on?" <laughs> All right, so it's a plus five to hit, and I have advantage on the wrapped up boy. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes, you do. All right, let me see what I got here. Uh, 
that's a 12 plus 5, 17. That will hit. Yeah, that's a 9. So, yeah, we'll yeah, take we'll the first hit. Yeah, we'll hit in Z in, indeed. Cool. He now takes 1d8 plus 3 piercing damage. Let's so, see. where are you biting him on his head? Uh, are you whatever is exposed. His, his legs and head are exposed. So his legs are closer to you. So we'll say you bite his, the leg. Yeah. Bite, you, you bite. Take a hunk out of his calf. I'm going. I'm getting in there. Out of his calf. Move. Mm-hmm. Jack watched you drop down. He's like, Yeah, I hope that's Arlo. <laughs> <laughs> um, I still got the antivenom. We're good. He that's takes one d eight plus three. I got a three, so it's three plus three. He gets six damage from the bite. And does he save on a DC 11 constitution saving throw? Oh, I took my turn. He does not. Then he also takes 2d8. 2d8? Whoa, And that's five. So he takes six extra pizzling damage. All right, so you, um, you suck the life out of this guard pretty good. And you, you can feel him get pale and like his, his, he was squirming pretty strong, like, Heftily against his uh, against his binds, but as you bite him, you can feel that he is struggling far less. He is not looking good. Cool. This guy, he he lets out a oh, sigh on the ground. Um, any more movement you want to do? I'm not gonna really. You probably will take away ten of your movement speed to fall to the ground. Um, but if you want to do twenty more, yeah, or whatever you want to do, you um, want to. Um, your your it sounds funny, but your backside is pretty much clear right now. <laughs> so no, that uh, was the guard behind you. No, I was facing him. Yeah, he turned to so face. I turned around. around. There's a guy behind me and to both my sides. But the right, guy, the so guy to I'm my old. current left, your right, is afraid. He's yeah, running. the way I'm imagining it as well. These four guards, imagine them. They're four points on a compass. The one you've attacked is the southern one. Okay, so the guy who's afraid, I'm not going to mess with him. I'm going to turn to face the right. guy over to your other side. Yeah, they, this would be the western, the western point of the, of the, the compass. Western quadrant. The eastern there one is the eastern one is scared. The northern one feels pretty confident. Can I speak? Absolutely. Just, um, I, I look at the spider as he like. Uh, I, I Grim is assuming it's Arlo. Yeah. Um, because yeah, as Cause uh, as you, you like come up from biting this guy, is, do I see that the guy is dead, or does he? He's look not. Like, he's not dead. He's still breathing. He's, he's still, still squirming, but far um, less powerfully. I see the spider. I'm like, don't kill them. And the spider backs away, confused, because I just killed a man. As you say that, the guards, one of the main guard, the one that stabbed you first, he says, "Don't believe him. They're going to kill us all." Fight for your lives, men! I turn and face that one. Okay. Uh, and it is it's your turn, Grim. Is it, are they going to take a turn? Uh, it was just Arlo's turn. Yep. Oh, okay. All right, yeah. Um, so Ar- Arlo is just very... He's just very pissed off at this situation. Absolutely, man. He's not going to kill them, but they don't need to know that. Yeah, sure. You're also a spider. How do you communicate that? Exactly. <laughs> I'm a spider. I'm going just, to wink. Just blink slowly. All. Yeah. Um, I have no eyelids. I'm going to... I'm gonna try to sock this man one good time in his face. You should probably well, try I got to a hit crit, him. crit fail. Oh no! On that. So you turn as he says, uh, "Don't believe him. They're gonna kill us all." Uh, and you just you you turn, and the guy is able to just completely duck your punch if you are punching. What is? Yeah, it was. He actually uses a sock. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Zena started a word that with S O or with the the saw sound. When you say I want to turn and sock this guy in the face, I thought you were headed somewhere else, and I'm not. Sh- I shouldn't have thought that, but yeah, um, you should not have. <laughs> that would make any sense, but I'm not saying that my brain didn't think it. Don't you um, dare think that. That is copyrighted. You owe him a dollar. All so right. So Grim, as as Grim is failing, either like I imagine with a crit fail, he does not even make contact. No, this guy so, complete expertly dodges. Yeah, you. Grim is very frustrated at this point. He's. He's kind of come down a bit, like, killing uh, uh, Ronald, I keep wanting to call him Roland, has uh, kind of shocked his system a bit clear, but he's still kind of like, yeah. this, this situation has gone on too too long. I don't want to be the, I don't want to run a game where, like, crit fails are always, like, you trip and die, mm-hmm. but I'm thinking that a crit fail on that, like, would you would have overextended in this punch, and I, if... If the party is okay with things like this happening on crit fails, I might give this guy advantage on attacking you back. If you did overextend yourself that way, it seems to make sense. It's on a on a crit fail, um, but if y'all think that is hella unfair, that is also fine. Um, no, I think that's fine. Okay, I just I feel like an, maybe an overextension. He get he just gets to jump on you on this dodge since he was behind you waiting for you, um, and just just this one guard, of course, and only based on the crit fail. Uh, so we are going to roll, and he's going to attack you, try to stab you with his spear, unless you want to do any more movement or no. Grim, Grim don't move. Okay. Grim is a, a brick. All right, so he does really. make contact with his spear. So as you escalate, <laughs> escalate as you kind of you cross your fist up and down to try to punch him, and he gives the dodge back. He takes a spear and he jams it up into your chest uh, for some damage. Oh three. Well, okay, only a two damage on that one. So he he kind of catches you in your in your breastplate of your armor. My breast. Um, my left breast. Hello. That might have been someone we know. Uh, coming by. If it uh, was you, let us know. Yeah. <laughs> if it was you, do let us know that you're listening to this show. Also, so guard number, guard number. Um, I didn't roll for the guard, other guard to kind of reduce his fear. Did we say there was a fear for a yeah, reduce fear thing? Um, a wisdom saving throw. I, yeah, I think it's just at the end of their turn. Okay, I didn't roll for that last time. So this time, the guard, having stepped to about 15 feet away from you. The guard on the eastern side of the compass is going to roll a wisdom saving throw to try to be unafraid. He's trying to gird himself, gird his loins. Uh, What do I have to beat for a wisdom saving throw? 13. He does actually beat it. So this guard is back far enough away from you. You haven't targeted him yet, so he's gained some confidence. Um, It's this guy I want to knock out in one punch. Just as he runs up, first thing. Yeah, he has gained some confidence, and he is readying himself for whenever he's going to run and try to stab at you. Uh, guard number three is going to try to break free of his bondage. That happens at the end of a turn, Josh. Will you read Webshot again for me? I'm sorry. He just takes an action. He he has to use an action to try to break through. Okay, so he is going to try to break out of his bonds with the last ounces of life that he has left. He crit fails, man. He is just, the poison is getting to him. Is there, uh, any lingering damage that happens with this poison? He is... Poison or half as much damage. If the poison damage reduces target to zero hit points, the target is stable but poisoned for an hour, even after regaining hit points, and is paralyzed. Okay. While so poisoned no, he's not way. at zero hit points currently. I just want to know yeah. if there's any like lingering. He takes another uh, D8. No, it's poison. like if I bite him again. Poisoned is like they're weakened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They don't take damage over Sometimes time. Sometimes I've, I've been playing Pokemon Sun and Moon for a series on the channel. And po- poison hap works like that in Pokemon. See, that's your problem. Uh, right there. That's my yeah, Pokemon. Pokemon. Got the Pokemon problem. Uh, the guard on your on the eastern side, or the or the western side, the one that is that uh, Arlo has just turned to stare at. 
he is going to go and try to stab at you, Arlo. He's going to try to give the spider a stab. Neat. Um, he is. He has noticed that you're targeting him, and he's going to try to save his own life here. I take it. Uh, he's not going to hit you, I imagine. What's your AC as a spider? Uh, what is my AC? Um, 14. Uh, yeah, so he is unsuccessful in stabbing that. I picture he stabs the spear at you, and you're able to kick his spear out of the way Ooh. with one of your legs. Uh, and then... <laughs> That is everybody. That's everybody's turn. I just shoo it away like, nope. That's everybody's turn. So the head guard, after stabbing uh, Grimm uh, with his spear, says, Hold, men! We can take them! Uh, and if somebody's afraid and there's someone else near them that is not afraid, would they get, like, advantage on a save if they were like, Hey, steal yourself, brother? Yeah, that could be a help. Steal yourself. Um, but that guy actually did succeed in his becoming unafraid. So, Arlo, it is your turn now. Woo! All right. The guy that just tried to stab at me, mm-hmm. I'm going to try to stab at him with my I mouth. Stab at thee. All right. Yeah. I'm going to try that bite action again. Okay. Let's see what we got. Uh, uh, six plus five, 11. That is not going to beat. Okay, not going to get him. So you bite into a piece of his armor that's underneath his cloak that he's wearing, and uh, you're, you feel your teeth sink into the steel, but uh, it's, it's not enough to get to his flesh. It was worth a shot. Absolutely. Worth a shot. Other than that, I'm just going to be menacing. Okay. You are menaced. Grim, it is your turn, sir. I'm going to try to punch the guy in front of me. Okay. I'm going to try to punch him you. real good, yeah. All right. This is I the guy 16. Who's afraid? That, me, yeah, that, that'll, that'll hit it. No, this that'll hit it. Ah. Uh, that is a total of 8 plus. Uh, what's math? Um, probably like 40 or 50. 11. Crap. 14. There you go. There's the number. I was close. So, what are we adding to all that? Um, that's that's your part of your shroud. 3, yeah, plus 3 because of strength, and then um, necrotic shroud, you deal. Your level damage to one attack target. Okay, gotcha. Poor torn. So you, so that was three plus three plus the damage you rolled. Yeah, I rolled eight damage. Yeah. Um, and then plus, plus strength plus. The okay, thing. cool. So you punch this guy, uh, and you knock him on his butt. Uh, he's not dead, but you can see through your necrotic damage that you hit him just right in the, the sternum. You can see the the life suck from his chest as you knock him on his butt, and he. Gas for breath as he hits the ground. I turn. You're attacking the guy west. I guess so. I'm. T- I'll turn toward east, man. It was the opposite side from the fearful. Yeah. Guy. yeah so yep. So if we um, got. Yeah. You exactly makes sense. Okay. Okay. Um, I attack the guy from the west with no name. Uh. Wesley. The little work. Wesley. Yeah, Wesley. Uh, so it is now the guard's turn. Guard number one, the one you just punched on the ground, he is going to, while seated, try to scoot himself backwards uh, away from you at this point. He is not He is not pleased with you. He is ob- obviously afraid uh, and obviously very close to the point of death. Leaving a little trail. Um, guard number two is going to take his first opportunity to run at, directly at you and try to jam his spear into your side. He's finally girded up his loins. Uh, he does hit you, Zenus. He does hit you. He hits Grim with his spear. Four. Uh, with <laughs> this damage dice for two damage. Um, A whole lot of buildup. Yeah, so yeah, for two damage, he gets you like in the side of your leg. Uh, these these boys just don't know how to roll. I may start taking average damage for your enemies. <laughs> uh, the guard... Who is in the webs, who is unable to free himself. He is going to do his best to try and free himself on this one. He rolls... What does it have to roll against to get out? It's 12. a 12. 
It's a DC 12 strength check. He does not succeed. Again, this guard is obviously very sickly. He is doing very poorly, and he cannot get out of your webbing. And the guard on the, the western guard is going to try to stab at the giant's uh, spider again. Hello. And he is not going to hit as well. These poor, poor guards are just it's the heart of the dice. They're, they're used to guarding them. parties. I mean... Yeah. 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 The dice are not not with them this evening. Maybe they're just out out of practice because they're not used to like you know being out out and and fighting so much. Absolutely. Uh, so yeah, he. That's it. That's into their turns. Uh, they are still seem to be in combat. Um, yeah. Let's go over to what Jack is doing. We've been combating for a while. I actually pictured that going a little bit quicker, but these guards are a little bit of. There's a little bit more of an exchange happening than I expected. So, uh, Jack, for this first thirty seconds or whatever we've been in combat, you've entered into the the room, the constable's chambers, this bedroom that I've described several times. Okay. Is there any desks or do I need there's, to roll again for? Uh, if you're trying to investigate for. I'm looking for the key that I. Yeah. So roll investigation for me. Do I have advantage because I'm alone? Because <laughs> I you've got. I mean, I'll give you advantage because you've got time. You're not. You're not pressured. Hey. Okay. Uh, that's a thirteen. Okay. So as you look around, you can see a couple things. You again notice the painting, uh, but uh, other than the general wear and tear on this room uh, of being a bedroom and everything, you don't notice anything particularly out of place. You notice that the book that was there earlier is now gone. Uh, but one thing that does catch your eye is that there is a single tile on the bathroom floor that seems to be just a little bit uh, wider than the other tiles. Okay. I'm going to go nudge it with my foot. Um, you just put your foot on it? Not like step on it, but like it looks odd. Like, yeah. Uh, I guess like... Try and see if it moves. If okay. I yeah. So you use press, the edge of it. You press your foot on it, and it, it doesn't feel like a button, but it does feel a little bit loose. Okay. Uh, as far it, it doesn't feel the rest of the tiles are very well grouted in, but this one does not seem to be grouted in. <clears throat> All right. I use my knife and try and pry it up. Okay. Um, that's not a hard task. You do that, and you pop your you pop this tile up, and in kind of a sunken in area of the bathroom floor, you can see. A uh, little uh, wooden box underneath the, where that tile would have been. Pick up the wooden box. Okay. You open that box and behold a key. Hey. <laughs> nice. Uh, I'll go back to the safe um, and try it on that. Okay. Um, so you stick the key into the safe. Which way do you turn it? The clockwise. Okay, you turn it clockwise. I'm going to need to to roll a dexterity saving throw. Fourteen. All right, you you successfully. So as you open, you turn the key, and you can feel as you push the key forward, you can feel a mechanism that feels like it would be unlocking the safe, but actually, actually, it is a mechanism that swings the door open. It kind of rips the key out of your hand, and the door flies open, and a dart shoots out of the safe. But you notice that just in time to duck it Matrix style, and the dart flies across the room and sticks into the wall behind you. Do you look inside? Uh, do I need to... No, I'm not saying you have to oh, Yeah, I look inside. Okay, so... Carefully. What is inside? Slowly. There's something I forgot to mention in the constable study. Darn. 
It's Briar. Uh, oh. <laughs> they flinched him in that papers, little box. Man, my papers. What you doing in there, you little fat man? Okay, within the safe are the following. You see three rings. A large gold uh, wedding band that seems to be for a male. A small fe- a wedding band uh, that was presumably a female style wedding band. And a small gold ring with a ter- very tiny blue diamond that would resemble a woman's engagement ring in this world. Um, the, the diamond is very small. Uh, very, very small. Uh, also standing in the safe is a portrait of two young people at their at their wedding. They look like younger versions of the people in that painting that the safe was behind. Hmm. There's a picture. Mm-hmm. Just a single a, a portrait of the two. Uh, is it in a frame? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna uh, investigate it. You roll for that for me. Uh, with advantage or just roll. If you'd like, yeah. Huh? You, if you'd like. Yeah, 16 then. Uh, there's nothing special about the portrait. It's just it seems to be a, a picture frame. Okay. Um, I guess I'm going to take the rings and the picture. Okay. Very nothing good. else in the safe? There is nothing else in the safe. All right. Then I'm going to exit. Were there any other rooms that I didn't... Yeah, across the balcony uh, from the uh, from where you are, so you're looking at d- directly across to the other side of the dining room on the second floor, there are three doors um, on that side of the, the balcony. On the far end, the southern end, like if you are walking out of the manor from the front door, just on the second floor, you can see that there is a way kind of through through to the top of the vestibule to the foyer where there was also kind of you know to be space above because there were stairs that went up. Do you know the way? Hit us uh, with the hit us with the fresh meme. Uh, I'm gonna go investigate the nearest door. Okay, so you're going across to those three doors. Mm. Okay, uh, as you go across to those three doors, let's go back and get a couple more rounds of combat. Uh, Wait, you said there was a staircase leading up higher. No, not up higher. Uh, the, the whole building is only two stories. Okay, um, so it's the staircase that came up to where I am now. Correct. Yeah, that, yeah. Those, those two at the back of the dining room that came up to the balcony. Okay. Um, there's also a fireplace up here as well. Uh, let's go back and do combat. Where, where were we at on the last round? The guards had just attacked, and it, yeah, was, it was Arlo's, Arlo's turn. turn. I'm going to bite him with my mouth. All right, the western one, the one that just tried to stab you again? I'm going for Wesley. All right, Wesley, the western god. That's right. Oh... Um... 19 plus 5 gonna do it? Yeah, that will do it. Good. Y'all got way to dice and y'all sabotage mine. Hey, my last one was, was pretty <laughs> low, so. Alright, um, so. Oh, dang, where was it? Okay, uh, plus 5 to hit. He takes um, 1d8 plus 3 piercing damage. So this time you bite in that same spot where you had left some in tooth impressions and you do pass through the armor this time. Do you? Yes. Nice. Um, it's a 5 plus 3, so he takes 8 piercing damage. Okay. Um, does he pass a DC 11 constipation saving throw? We will see. All right. Uh, he does not. So he is also takes that extra damage. Yep. 2d8 poison. So that's a 3. And that's a 1. So he takes 4 poison. Okay. Again, this guard as well, you see just the, the, the vigor and color leave his body as you inject him with poison. But he does manage to keep his footing as he says... I'll kill you for this. Mm. I should also mention that a poison creature has disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks. All right. So, 
what's that? Wesley and uh, the man from the south. Yep. Have disadvantage mm-hmm. on these. That's right. Okay, uh, Grim, it is your turn, sir. I'm gonna run up to the man and I'm gonna try to punch him real good one time. Which one? The the guy that was frightened. East. East. Okay. Yep. Eastly. The last one that we haven't punched yet. Uh, Eastman. Fifteen. Yeah. Uh, that will not hit this card. So you punch. You go to punch him, and uh, as you run up, you hit some of his armor that takes the hit. Okay. You don't run up. Actually, he's he's right there on you. So oh. you just turn and punch him, and his armor takes the hit. Uh, it is the guard's turn again. So guard number one is going to continue scooting away from you. He's trying to get as far away from you as possible, so he is going back. That is northern guard. Northern guard. Guard number two, the eastern guard, uh, easily. He is going to try to stab you out, stab at thee again, grimly. Stab at thee. He is going to hit you with a 22. Um, so... He is going to do three damage this time. Brother, brother bear. Weak man. <laughs> the whole Yeah, three. so he, he stabs you for three damage this time, and a little bit of blood leaks out of your body. Um, guard number three is, again, he's going to try to free himself from this web. He's There's nothing else he can do but try to free himself with disadvantage. Guard three uh, is Sotheby? Yeah, Sotheby. Okay. Uh, he is not successful in freeing himself, so this poor guy for the last... 15 or 18 seconds has just been trying to pull it after being poisoned trying to pull at his web bindings and he just cannot do it uh guard number four is going to try to stab at the uh spider boy and he is going to fail as well with his disadvantage boom and he uh he just he has a hand on his spear and he tries to jab it at you but he just can't get enough force behind it to really do anything it does actually make contact with your body but it doesn't open you up at all it's like being poked um, with a broomstick. Mm. Uh, that's the worst get... pain ever. Yeah. And that's, that's so, terrible. Arlo, it's now your turn. Sweet. Um, I am. Uh, I'm gonna see if I can kind of circle around. The one dude's like crawling away. As he's crawling away, he says, "Boys, it's not worth it. Retreat." Yeah. I just. Uh, I just pies them these two. Um, I'm gonna see if I can kind of reach around Graham and see if I can bite the other guy. Okay, so you want to go past Grim and uh, and bite Eastman, yeah. boy. Okay, so we're going for Eastman. Roll it. Um, let's see. Three plus five ain't happening. You did not hit him. So the the guard that was scared is now the only one that seems healthy. Uh, and he he is he's just gained so much confidence that as you open your mouth to bite him, he jams his spear uh, crosswise through your mouth, and you bite the spear instead, and he pulls it out after you finish your bite. Perhaps this is where the phrase "healthy fear" came from. Mm. Indeed, he's uh, the only man still rolling. Grimly. Yep. Um, what would it take? What is this spear made of? Spear uh, stuff. It is uh, wood and metal. You want to break it? His shaft is made of wood. I mean, I guess so. If you really want to, if you want to go for that, you proud of yourself? <laughs> not, I wish you could see him, audience. I, I wish you to. could see how proud Zenith is of that comment. I'm sorry. <laughs> the raising and lowering of eyebrows. <laughs> no, I would have my eyebrows. You should have seen that smile. <laughs> that smile was a country mile wide. <laughs> a country mile wide. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Anyway. Um, anyway. Anyway. Anyways, <laughs> well, no, because I, I, I don't want to just be like, oh, I punch him, and then that's sure. all. Sure, if do. you want to take a spear and try to break it, by all um, means, it's possible. Yeah. Well, so what would it take? Strength check. Uh, let's do a strength check. Rip it from well, him. I'll just I'll just pick a DC in my head. I mean, it's a hard spear. 
Uh, well, that's a 16. Um, yeah, you, you met my DC for taking it, so you do... Well, I need to. I do need to roll against your 16 to see if you remove it from his hands. Okay. I, I was already... You do. You, you remove the spear from this boy's hands, um, this guard's hands. My intent is to use the necrotic energy to rot the wood, and if that doesn't make it, like... Pop in half, just break it over my knee. Okay, so the the necrotic damage does slowly do some damage to the wood and does make it weaker. So if you would like to slam it on your knee, I'll let you do a bonus action to do that. Snap it on my knee. Um, so roll. I'll ask you to since that first one was you taking out of his hand. I'll ask you to now roll a strength check to see if you succeed in breaking this. Do I have advantage because it's weaker? Um, sure, Zenas. Why not? So yeah. Uh, well, I got a. 20, not Nat, anyways. So. Yeah, so you take this boy's spear, you grab it out of his hands, uh, and he learns that he was right to be afraid because you take it out and the purple energy courses through it as you snap it on your knee. Uh, you say anything to this boy? Guard? Is, is he actually like a boy? Is he the youngest? Um, since he was afraid, we'll personify him that way. Okay, he yeah, is that, the youngest. That works. Leave. This is not worth it. He just kind of chatters his teeth a little bit uh, and he... He is afraid. He doesn't respond to you verbally, but he is afraid. Okay. Um, this is the last turn, so I guess at this point, like, after I say leave, like, it's been ten rounds, so, like, the thing fades away and I'm back to normal-looking green. Okay, thank you. Thank I'd like to thank the the heavens that Zenus has been counting those turns because I knew that there was a limit to how long this could last, and I had no idea when it was coming. No. So ten thank days. you. Thank you for being honest. <laughs> I, it, it's either 10 or 11, I don't know, but I haven't been hitting anyway, so yeah, okay. one round over isn't a big sure. deal in this case. Um, okay, so that is, now it's the guard's turn. Yeah, guard number one stands up and sprints. He limps away after like holding his chest. Um, and guard number two as well, he says, oh, okay, and he like runs off into the, he runs, uh, yeah, just runs off towards the gate of the manor. Um, the third, the guard on the ground who is wrapped up in webbing um, with disadvantage um, fails to, he is still wrapped up in his web and he's, at this point he just, after, um, why, why, why does he have a disadvantage to break out? He's poisoned. A disadvantage on any ability check. He took poison from the bite. Um, and with this last attempt, he just, like, you hear it, you see him, like, just kind of flop his head back. And he just is knocked out at this point. Um, the guard number four is, he feels so badly, but he's still on his feet. He's delirious. He's going to try to stab at Arlo again with his spear. He's going to fail to do that with his disadvantage. He, again, he just can't muster the energy, and he po he pushes his spear at you. And almost, he's like half asleep, and he presses his spear. I would like to point out that two of them have just left our Correct. area. They have. Yeah, yeah, you would get opportunity. Now you wouldn't get opportunity attack on the first one because he'd been inching away a while. Mm -hmm. um, but the second one, uh, yeah, you would be able to get an opportunity attack on uh, guard number two, who is healthy and Grim just broke his spear. Mm. So he would, turning away defenseless, you'd have an attack on him. Which one of us? Because we're both attacking. Y'all are both within five feet. I'll I'm, let you take this one. I'm not gonna attack him. No, right. I just, I, I, um, am I still holding the, the spear? You're holding half of it, yeah. Or, okay. you, I guess, a half in each hand. Okay. Instead of attacking him, because I don't want to damage him. Okay. You just want to leap at him and suck his guts out like No, can I grapple him? Uh, I don't think you can grapple on an opportunity attack, but you can... I will allow you to do an attack to try to trip him up. Okay. Well, I tell you what. Let me just... Let me see if I can just use my web then. Okay. okay. Uh, well, 
I think I think a an opportunity attack has to be melee. Yeah, it's gotta be just melee. All right, I'll see if I trip him up now. All right, roll uh, whatever it is to. I don't know if you have a. Uh, I guess just roll like a strength attack, like a. Okay. Yeah. That's a net twenty. Yeah. Go. You so you reach a leg around and you trip this guard up and he falls flat on his face and he says, "I thought you wanted me to leave." As I can't he control the, the spider. Well, please make him stop. I want to hurt you. I just want to go home. Marlo? I'm not doing anything. <laughs> Whose turn is it? Um, at this point, I'm y'all are out of combat. Okay. This, it's over. The one guy, the one guy after he stabbed you with his spear, like he just sat down on the steps, full of poison, with no no go left okay. in him. I was wondering because we um, still had one guy still on the right. Yeah, and this last one is the only one speaking to you, and he's I very just, afraid. I turn turn to you and like very weirdly just try not to kill him. I want to. I want to. De- I want to despider myself and become Arlo again. Okay. All right, Graham. I think this. This guy could maybe answer a few questions. My, uh, Jack found my master Briar staff. Oh, that's what that is. He found his staff. Now, he wouldn't leave that laying around just anywhere. And I've looked around. He's not around here. I I got some questions. Ask away. I will not stop you. All right. I yeah. will step in if you try to kill him, though. He is just a boy. As you guys are having this conversation, we'll return to Jack. Jack, you cross over to these three doors on the far side of the dining hall. They kind of stretch down the side of the dining hall or the dining room and on that second floor balcony. Uh, you approach the first door. What do you do? Uh, jiggle the handle, see if it's unlurked. It's unlocked. Hi, I'm an intrude. Okay, you go in and what you see what looks to be kind of like a guest room. It looks like to be a, a very finely adorned place where someone who came to visit the manor might stay uh it is furnished it doesn't the bed is unturned it doesn't look like anybody stayed in there for a while okay uh doesn't look like there's much traffic is there like dust on the floor or anything uh i wouldn't call it dusty it's it's recently cleaned it's 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 uh the the maids come in and clean it but uh there's nothing particularly interesting to your eye at first glance okay should i roll see if there is anything interesting if you'd like i can't tell you whether you should or not investigation or perception um are you just looking or are you searching? Looking. Just perception or roll out. perception for me. Eighteen. Uh yeah, you don't see this is just a guest room that nobody's been right. in. I'm gonna move down to the next door. Okay. Open the door. Um before you open the door you hear some movement on the other side of the room. On the other side of the door. Alright, it's I muffled. Down. I move down to the next one then. Okay. This one you don't hear any movement. Okay, open that door. Uh, it's the same. It looks exactly like this other room, except the bedspread in this room is a different color. The first one was blue, and this one is kind of like a a sea foam. That's uh, a fancy color. You rolled a six for perception. Uh, you don't. It, it doesn't look particularly interesting. It is like another guest room that nobody's in right now. All right, I go back to the door with the noise. Okay. Knock on the door. Um, you knock on the door, and you hear a guy say, oh, "We're doing something in here." You may want to run. The lord of the house has been attacked and killed. Oh my god! <laughs> as you, I assume you step to the side of the door, and a guy, a guy and a girl wrapped. Open the door. Yeah, <laughs> you, do, you open the door, and a man uh, wrapped in a comforter and a woman wrapped in a bed sheet run out without their clothes on, and sprint down the stairs and through the dining hall. And the man grabs a, a slice of, of of meat and a flagon of mead on his way out as he runs through the front door. And Is this hip? 
holding on his sheets way, with his elbows. And as the two of them pass by, uh, covered in their sheets after being caught in their dastardly deeds, uh, they pass by a man who looks to be built very similarly to Grimm. They kind of run past and bump him as he slowly walks. He's standing kind of in the doorway of the dining room. Thank heavens for the mask. And uh, peek into the room to see if I see anything. Okay, it's, it's this, a similar situation, except someone has obviously been making whoopee in this room. Okay, yeah, close the door. Okay. And that's everything that's on the top floor that I have not explored already? Uh, the southern At the southern end is the kind of entrance into what would be the second level above the foyer. Uh, you've not been in there yet. Okay, then that's the last place I'm going then. Okay. Is there a role you can do to uninvestigate that room? <laughs> no, man. Uh-huh. You, you, you can't unsee it. Uh, so you travel into... Oh, boy. Got a low Mac battery. We're back! Uh, <laughs> uh, the power! So you go... Let me make sure I know where we do that. <laughs> so you walk into uh, the room above the foyer, just a floor above it, uh, and to your right is a... To your right is a door on the right wall, and to your left is a door uh, that looks to uh, an, a doorway that leads to a hallway where you can see two other doors down that hallway. Okay. Uh, I'm going to check the doorknob on the left to see if it's unlocked. Uh, the door, so the, the one on the left is just kind of like a doorway. It's just kind of an archway that you can oh. pass through, and there are two doors beyond that that are off of a hallway. Okay. And what was, there was a door on the right? There's room? a door on the right that was that's, actual door. That's the one I'm checking. Okay. Uh, that door is unlocked. Okay, I peek in. Okay, you peek in, and actually on the outside of that door, there is kind of a placard that says servants' quarters. Okay, then negligible. I go somewhere else. I go to the other. Oh, okay. Um, to save you time, you investigate those next two doors, and there are just more guest rooms that people just, no one has made it into this evening. Okay. Um, so, yeah, there's not a whole lot to, ex- you exploring up here, there's not a whole lot to see. This, there are a couple servants that sprint past you out of the servants' quarters, uh, and when you look in there, you can see just, uh, uh, lesser adorned rooms where the servants would have stayed. It's it's not a ton of time. And I don't want to make you waste your time up here on the second level right now. Okay. After the know. after the party has been cleared out, there's not a whole <laughs> lot of action on the second floor left to be had. Um, but there are uh, two staircases that obviously lead down and into the foyer that you but you can't actually see the foyer from here. Okay. Then I'm just gonna go back and head down. Do you want to go back the way you came and go through the dining room or just go down these steps? You go down the steps to the foyer. Okay, so you go down the steps and you arrive at the foyer just in time to see uh, Arlo and Arlo transform back into himself and talk to Grim about asking this, this guy some questions and you hear that conversation. Okay. So, so you guys are back together. We are. Do so we have... Go ahead. Do I see the guy who looks like Grim? Yeah, he is standing. When you come down the stairs, you are uh, to your left is the door looking out to uh, the where Grim and Arlo are, and to your right is the door where Bruner Baker, Grim's father, is staring across the foyer out the door at his uh, son and everything that happened out there. So is he near enough for speaking distance? Yeah, of course. All right, I want to talk to him. Okay. Uh, sir, have you not seen what's going on here? Should you not be running? Uh, yes, I've seen it, and. Uh, it's all right. Grim is my son. I imagine you are one of his associates. Ah, yes. Uh, we are together in our coalition we have joined. What has happened to my boy? I don't know. Uh, he met someone who had a similar effect come upon her when their hands touched. Uh, she's gone now, but 
I can't say for certain what's happened to him. I've never seen this before. Is he evil? Uh. Hey man, you raised him. <laughs> Grim himself is not evil. I do not know what this being he is transformed into is. If it is him, I suppose it's not evil either. Uh, he says, uh, he, he looks pretty pensive. He's thinking pretty hard. And he says, I don't know if I can watch what happens next. And he turns around and goes back through the dining room and he leaves the building. Um, and uh, Grim, Arlo, you guys are outside. Y'all are free to do whatever you want as well. Uh, I cut the guy free from the spider web. Okay. What with, do you use to do with that? With the spear. With the Ooh. spear. All right. So you cut the guy free and he <gasps> puts, gets air back in his lungs and he can't speak to you. He just rolls over and, and like crawls his way away from you and tries stands up and limps around the building away. While he's doing all this, I'm, I'm yelling out for Burb. Burb. We need, we need to get our Burb back. <laughs> okay. Burb! Come on! <laughs> Come on, yeah. He just taps you on the shoulder. Burb, too sneaky. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, uh, Burb, you, you see a figure uh, off to the left, kind of off behind the staples. You see a bird-shaped figure uh, with, his, with his hood on, and he hops down into the bushes and, and runs over towards you, and he's, he's saying, Come on, friend! <laughs> on, his, on his way to you, and he says, uh, when he gets over there to you, he says, Watch, watch from fence. Good big, job, Bird. Very good. Big spider. Yeah, I was a really big spider. That was me. Real scary. That was me. And he's with you. Burb, Burb looks around and assesses what's going on. He 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 puts a hand on your the staff. He says, "Stick." Yeah, we're gonna find out some more. I'm gonna continue walking towards them. Okay. So rejoin. Just just stick with us, Burb. Stick with us. Stick with you. Stick with us, Burb. He says. Uh, and then uh, Grim, Arlo, you see Jack Law come out of the manor as well. Uh, I ask Burb. Um, crap, I just had it. Um, did anything interesting happen to you, Burb, during these past few hours? Hour? Time. Yes. Three or four minutes. Yeah, really. What? Just say yes. <laughs> oh, from what you're doing? Huh? Are you talking no. about what he was? What you did with him? I guess I was saying you could just say yes, and then oh, no, like, I, I, later you could have just like a one shot of just Burb's <laughs> adventures. Oh, that, yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, uh, I have I've had this planned. He took out an entire army. <laughs> uh, Burb says, "No, interesting. Nothing worth saying." I roll to see if he's lying. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> uh, okay. What are you rolling right now? Insight, Insight or investigation? Eight, Insight, eighteen. Uh, Burb does not seem to be telling the truth. <laughs> <laughs> I really just want to see to a narrative. Like, everything that has went well for us this whole time was just carefully was orchestrated by Burb. <laughs> mm. He's been in the shadows this entire time protecting us. Yeah. I love it. Before Ronald Witherbranch came down the stairs, Burb stabbed him like eight times in the stomach. <laughs> <laughs> to, I, um, to weaken him. I, I uh, crouched down and, and asked Burb, are you? I get the sense you're not being entirely honest, Burb. We're your friends. You can, you Burb, can tell us. Burb's eyes darts around. He says, "Come on, friend. Nothing interesting." Burb. Nothing interesting. Stop asking, Burb. Burb no like to lie. Ooh. Then don't lie. Just tell the truth. All right. So Burb reaches in his reaching in his cloak, and he pulls out this just just weighty sack of gold. <laughs> <laughs> He says, take from market. Come on, friend. 
Burp, you don't need to do that anymore. Burp, burp, want, burp poor. Burp just want gold. We can give you gold with you adventure with us. Burp, keep. He just sticks it. He takes it back on his. He sticks it back on his waist and he like puffs himself up. He says, "Burp, keep." I I fall back on my butt and just I'm too tired. Mom, friend. <laughs> he, he like puts burp, his hand on his hips. Burp, burp. Just come on. Let's keep you out of trouble. Come on. Okay. <laughs> I want to ask the guy who I tripped up. I want to ask him questions. Okay, so this guy is like turning himself over and trying to back himself away from you as you approach, despite your small stature. He says, please don't hurt me, please don't hurt me. All right, you stay right there. We got questions. Okay. he's doing that, I'm going to approach him. Like, at the same time, I want to tell him about seeing his dad and his dad seeing him. Okay. I want to pull out my badge and show him. You're with the Lonesome Investigate Department? You came here and killed the constable? Have you gone rogue? Uh, That was not our intention. Technically, I killed him. The blame is mine. Are you true. with him too? It's true. Yes. It's true. It's Maybe. true. You're not going to kill me, are you? Uh, that is yet to be seen. I, listen. Please, don't. That, no, no, <laughs> just no, tell no, me if no, you're going to kill me or not. No. The kid looks over at Grimm and just shakes his head. No. Oh, so you, you're not going to kill me? I mean, that's if if he does that, Grimm shakes his head no. But okay. it was just a funny thing. Yeah, that calms him a little bit. Listen, I, I just have questions. I just have questions. Well, okay. ask him, okay? I just want to go Listen, home. I'm, I'm looking for a big, I mean a big, like a big dwarf now. Like, if you think about a big dwarf, two times that. This party's for rich people. There's tons of big dwarfs here. Rich dwarfs are fat. Uh, all right, then. <laughs> have, you, have you seen somebody who looked like they do not belong here? Anybody with a hat, it looks like mine. As you're speaking, he notices your staff. And he says, "Yeah, I, we we had a we had a dwarf a dwarf pass through here with that staff actually." All right, where was he? He was here at the manor, and he's talking to he was talking talking to the constable that you killed. All right, where'd he go? I I think the constable sent him away. I think he was causing trouble. I I, I think I think he was the, he was causing trouble with the constable's hunts, and I think the constable sent him sent him back to the mainland to he he told him I, there's. He was very angry. I remember the constable being very angry at this dwarf, and, and, and he tried to get him away from here. This big man I know, he would not have left. Well, he did. He's not here. Hmm. Do you know anything about them people down in the basement? Or are they not here either? What people in, what ba- what people in the basement? We came here to see if we could rescue a family that we heard was being held captive. Now, we found that family... And we've gotten them to safety. I didn't know there was a kidnapped family in the basement. I just knew that's where the constable keeps his creatures. Mm-hmm. Can I go now, please? He stands up would and try you, to leave. Would you be prepared to give a statement? No. No. Absolutely not. You know who the, whose brother the constable is? Mm-hmm. It's Donald Witherbranch. He's on the high council. He'll vaporize me or send me to another plane. Can I actually did you know? Yeah, you did can, you? Yeah. Did you know... That Ronald was keeping people. That he was that he was trafficking in people, holding people against their will. No, absolutely not. When he mentions um, that his brother's on the high council, Grimm says, uh, "That's part of the reason why I killed him." Just so you know. Well, well, you shouldn't have done that because Ronald Witherbranch may have been a, a softy. He may have thought that he was more powerful than he is, but Donald Witherbranch is no joke. He'll come here and he'll 
turn us all into bloody heaps. Now, why would he do that? Because you killed his brother, you idiot! Well, then I guess you should run. He, yeah, he stands up and he runs off. <laughs> he, he, he runs off at this point. Uh, Grim and Arlo, if y'all like... Or Grim and uh, Jack. Jack, if you'd like to have your conversation... Burb, did you get any Actually, of that? I guess I shouldn't have been speaking. What, what do you mean? Oh. Mm-hmm. Well. <laughs> yeah, he said Burb. Arlo just asked Burb if he got any of that, and Burb says, Because you killed him, you stupid idiot! <laughs> oh, well. Burb kind of laughs after he says that one. <laughs> All right, Jack, Grim. Uh, Grim, I ran into your father on the way down here. Oh. He's seen your transformation. That's nothing but good news. Yes, he, he doesn't seem so much frightened as he is uh, worried that something may be happening to you that you won't be able to control. I can understand that, given my actions tonight. He didn't run off. He only walked that way. You may be able to catch up with him if you so desire to speak to him. I can... I will deal with that later. Fair enough. Just wanted you to know. Thank you, Jack, for telling me. Anytime. Okay, so following this conversation... I get up and search Ronald. Uh, as you search Ronald, uh, there's really not a whole lot to be found except uh, for his fancy clothes. He did have a purse on him uh, in which he kept 100 gold pieces. I'll take it. Um, as far as other things on his person... There's really nothing to speak of. Uh, there is a, uh, a key uh, that looks like the same key that opened the door to his steel room. Um, as well, there there is a sheet of paper in his pocket uh, that when you pick up and read it, uh, it has written on it, kind of crudely written and obviously uh, ineffective <coughs> pickup lines for women. Uh, it's obviously it's obviously something he's written down as possible things he could say to women to try to uh, woo them. Good Lord, Ronald. And with that, as you search this dead man's body, the whole city is is in a is in a absolute uproar. Uh, there obviously will there's there's more than four guards in the city who probably would defend the constable. Uh, the city is in an uproar. There's screaming. There's com- there's conversating. Uh, there is sound all around. There is a dead leader of a whole island at your feet. It's time Burb, to go. <laughs> Burb is holding a sack of gold that he stole, Lord knows how, in the marketplace while you all were gone. And this episode of Dungeon Boys is drawing to a close. Thank you all for listening. We will figure out what happens next time in our next episode. Please be sure to, if you're watching this, hit the like button, subscribe to the channel. If you're on iTunes, drop us a review if you don't mind. I think we're having a good old time. So thank you for joining us. Follow me on Twitter at Taint Media Games for updates about things. And as always, we love you very much.